Today on MTV News, Kim Kardashian's genius strikes again with her latest Skims and White Lotus crossover campaign. Also, TikTok employees can press a button to make any video go viral. Is this ethical? We'll also chat about the Tiffany and & Company and Nike collab and how the Empire State Building is causing a stir on Twitter thanks to the NFC Championship game last night. This is MTB News. While we love to get nostalgic on the Making the Brand podcast, this new segment will keep you up to date on the latest marketing and pop culture news for the week. These short and informative episodes are the perfect way to stay sharp on industry innovations and even hot goss. <laughs> a little bit of background on why I wanted to introduce this segment. Well, I want this podcast to be an educational resource to help marketers and communicators stay current. But also, we already discussed the weekly marketing and pop culture news during my Twitter chat called Hashtag Pop Chat, which takes place every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. So why not highlight some of this conversation? I'll be reading some tweets from my audience of marketers who share their thought-provoking perspectives on these timely headlines. And just for background, you may know the Making the Brand podcast is a play on words with MTV's Making the Band, and now you can say MTB News is inspired by MTV News. So I guess this officially kicks off season seven of the podcast. You can expect MTB News segments mixed in with our regularly scheduled program. So we're still gonna have great interviews, we're still gonna have educational content, but let's get into it and discuss the latest headlines. It wouldn't be a pop culture podcast if we didn't talk about Kim Kardashian. She launched a brand new Skims Valentine's Day campaign. And if you're not familiar with Skims, it's her shapewear line. And the campaign features breakout stars Beatrice Grano and Simona Tabasco, who played escorts on the hit show The White Lotus. So I asked my audience, what do you think about this crossover? Why does it work? Because for me, I just am in awe of Kim Kardashian's brain, knowing that she had to act on this so quickly. And Leah Schultz says, A plus, Kim has done this many times with Skims and proved it to be successful, such as her campaign with the Claremont twins, Kourtney Kardashian and Megan Fox, or even Victoria's Secret angels like Tyra Banks, Hailey Klum, Alessandra Ambrosio, and also with Chelsea Handler. Skims has the budget to seize whoever is hot in pop culture in real time, and I'm jealous. Maria Marchuka says, I think it's smart. Right now, White Lotus is all everyone talks about. So including familiar faces from a trending topic is an excellent way to boost engagement on an ad. The more engagement content receives, the farther it reaches. And that is so true. White Lotus is everywhere. And considering that these characters played escorts on the show who were scantily clad and in their bras and underwear most of the time, I think it just makes sense for Skims. My friend Saima says, jumping on the fame of the show, the characters had an air of confidence that seems to align with the Skims brand. I love this point because with any partnership with anything that you do as a brand, all of your collaborations, you want to make sure it, it aligns and you want to think about what our values are. Why does this make sense? 
Otherwise, it's just forced. So that is a great point by Saima. So if you haven't checked out the campaign, go to Skim's website. I admit I ended up buying some items from the collection. Pretty much everything from Skim sells out almost immediately, but go check it out. It was just such a well-done campaign and a great idea. Also last week, Kim Kardashian led a lecture at Harvard about Skim's marketing, their challenges, and their biggest wins. And I noticed that Entrepreneur Magazine quoted people saying that Harvard should be ashamed to have Kim Kardashian leading a lecture like this. And I want to know, do you think this is fair? And do you think Kim gets enough credit as a businesswoman? I certainly don't think so. And my friend Camber agrees. She says she doesn't. Beyond her initial start in Hollywood, she's actually incredibly business savvy, smart, and oriented towards doing at least some social good. I'm not a big Kardashian girl, but people really should learn to put some respect on Kim's name. Benjamin says, no, she doesn't get enough credit at all. People see her as just a celebrity, but I'd argue that starting a major business starts with building a strong and loyal audience. She has that. There is a lot you can learn from Kim, like it or not. And Alexa Phillips says, she clearly has some idea about what she's doing because her products are always in demand. And from what I hear, they live up to the hype. It's not fair to look at someone for who they were in the past. We wouldn't want that same done to us. And that's so true. It's like Kim Kardashian can never move on from this sex tape. It's like she is not allowed to contribute. She's not allowed to have a business. She's not allowed to have success that all of us can learn from because of the sex tape. And I kind of wish people would just move on. And even on her show and and, uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians and the new Kardashian series on Hulu, all the Kardashians talk about their start. And how they were always asked in interviews, like, what is your talent? You don't sing, you don't dance, you don't act. And they pride themselves on their businesses. And Kim has even said, and I think Kris Jenner said this as well, would you ask Jeff Bezos what his talent is and say that you don't act or sing? It's just, it's a bit of a double standard and Pretty much every Kardashian has a a business or an empire. Kylie Jenner is a billionaire because of her cosmetics line. And yes, they have had a leg up in a lot of ways. But to say that they can't talk about their experiences at Harvard, I think, is quite unfair. Switching gears. So Forbes did an investigation that revealed that TikTok has a secret heating button it's called, that can make anyone go viral. So I want to know, do you think this is ethical to have a heating button where they can cherry pick what goes viral? Carol says, all platforms do this in one way or another, pushing topics or burying them in the feed for this or that agenda. I'm curious as to who they mean when they say TikTok employees, as in leadership or anyone in the company. Brett Mercury says, it's their business. If they want to push a certain video because they love it, I see no harm in it. It's no different than a TV station promoting some shows more than others. Again, Leah Schultz says, Honestly, we know there's some sort of human influence determining this on all platforms. Algorithms were created by humans, so even those have human input. TikTok just admitted it while the others deny. 
I'm not surprised, nor do I care. And I have to love Kendra's point. She says, definitely not fair. It shows biases and favoritism, and I'm sure it would cause internal discourse among employees. But that said, if I had the power, dog videos would be dominating TikTok. And I think that is just a great idea. Someone else said that they felt bad for small or new creators on TikTok and what this would mean for them. But I'm hopeful that having this button would actually help give smaller creators a chance. And and TikTok will amplify those videos that deserve to be seen, but they're posted by small accounts that haven't picked up traction yet. So a lot of great conversation about this one. It will be interesting to watch. Also happening over the weekend, Tiffany and company teased a partnership with Nike on a limited edition shoe. They launched the teaser for this campaign with a picture of a Nike box in their signature Tiffany blue with copy that reads a legendary pair. The shoe hasn't officially released yet, but a picture of it has seemingly leaked and fans don't seem to be happy. Music, Entertainment, and Fashion Magazine, or at MEF Eater on Twitter, shared a photo, and it shows an all-black Air Force One shoe with a simple Tiffany blue swoosh. I think a lot of fans were hoping for some sparkle considering it's Tiffany, but I guess we'll get official words soon, and we'll see how it goes. I think anything limited edition is going to sell, especially among the sneakerheads, if it's a collector's item, but we'll have to keep our eyes on this. And lastly, breaking overnight, we now know which teams are going to the Super Bowl, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. But aside from the games last night, I was more invested in following tweets from the Empire State Building. They sparked some controversy with a photo of the building lit up in green and white in honor of the Eagles' NFC Championship victory. Now, considering the Eagles are an NFC rival of the New York Giants, some fans were pretty outraged and confused, even asking if the account lost a bet. Then, later that night, when the Chiefs clinched their spot in the Super Bowl with a victory over the Cincinnati Bengals, the Empire State Building followed up with a tweet that said, That hurt us more than it hurt you. We're now lit in red for the Chiefs in honor of their AFC championship win. As I said, the tweets just sparked a ton of conversation. They even appeared on the Today Show this morning with anchors saying that their new favorite building is now the Chrysler Building. So what do you think about this move? Is all press good press? Was this just a fun little joke, a way to jump in on the conversation? We'll discuss more about it on Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern during hashtag PopChat on Twitter. So be sure to follow me at Brianne2K to share your take. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of MTV News. I'll see you next Monday, but be sure to check out this bank of 70 plus episodes of Making the Brand. I'll chat with you soon.